It's Monday. It's morning. And it is a macabre. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where we spook each other and then creep all over your ears. And uh, you love it. And you can't stop. Uh, it's and the, we won't stop. It's the post-Super Bowl episode. Finally. Uh, Scones, did you watch the Bowl of Super? I did. What were you, Give me your thoughts, prayers, uh, uh, everything in between. It was kind of lame. Uh, okay. The ending was really stupid. There was just like a penalty call that just ended the game. Uh, that was right. really dumb. It was weak penalty call as well. Okay. Um, Rihanna was playing Super Smash Brothers, but <laughs> <laughs> in real life, those those okay. I will admit, I thought the halftime show was meh. Uh, yeah. But I did think the floating platforms were neato. I mean, I am surprised she got up there considering she's like pregnant and stuff. She was like, that wasn't thing was that like, was, and... was that not like a big, rev- wasn't that like a, oh my goodness, this was unexpected. Like, was that part pregnancy? of the, like, did we know she was pregnant? I, I it thought sounded she like the internet. Oh, I don't know. It sounded like the internet knew by the time I found out. I didn't know. I thought I didn't she know had just had a child, but I guess she's pregnant again. Yeah, uh, she's getting down to it. And yeah, because she was just like, hanging out on the on the platform and like it reminded me of like i don't know if you've seen any of the animated trolls movies but nope. all the background dancers reminded me a lot of like some of the trolls and the trolls movies i, uh, I was saying <laughs> people i was watching it with they were talking that they look like the oompa loompas from that white tv room where like the cowboy <laughs> kid dies yeah yeah mike tv yeah yo they, shout they out to like mike that. tv mike tv he's still mike in there TV. Dude. yeah he's stuck in there forever it's a living do you think he hell. ages? Do you think he ate? No, do you think he ages while he's stuck in the oh. TV? Or do you think he's eternally that age? I think he's eternally a child in a cowboy outfit. Uh, but oh, his mental man. state grows to be like an adult's brain. So he's trapped in a living prison of his own flesh and blood. Or maybe uh, he's stoked because TV's better than ever right now. That's true. I guess at the same time, yeah, it's kind of like uh, the, the Matrix Golden Age where he's like, he loves TV, so being trapped in a TV would be very, you know, it's it's. I mean, it's it's kind of a Black Mirror situation, but like he's probably happy. Yeah, he was probably just ripping fucking when like Game of Thrones was on. And, like, oh, yeah, he's like, yo, season eight's badass. Appointment television, dude. Uh, yeah, he's probably watched every episode of Doctor Phil in there. Hell yeah, probably all uh, Stranger Things. Pro- well, does he get streaming services? He's in a TV. Ooh. You know? Does he get Netflix? Does he get so, Hulu? The question is, has he, <laughs> has he been has he seen Ted Lasso? We need to know. <laughs> has he been transported to a smart TV is the question. That's the question. I mean, I would assume the TV is, is smart to begin with if it, if it can keep a human soul inside of it for all eternity. But That's I don't, true. You know, I don't know. But does it He's, have Tubi? <laughs> we, <laughs> hey, you get, <laughs> you get Quibi in there. <laughs> Uh, do you think Willy Wonka had the foresight to uh, set it up with some kind of in-home Wi-Fi situation? Uh, did the Oompa Loompas upgrade it? Who knows? These are the questions that were... I mean, isn't that how they transported him was like Wi-Fi? Oh, Basically, you're right. Yeah, they, they broke like, him down and sent him through the, the air. Uh, yeah, they, they invented... I think Willy Wonka might have invented <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> I think he invented way more than Wi-Fi. I yeah, think you're really missing numbers. the point if you think Wi-Fi was the big invention there. 
I mean, of stuff I use in the day, that's the biggest. But, like, he also invited, invented flight. Yeah, he managed to, you know, <laughs> deconstruct the human being down to their elemental, uh, you know, atoms and then put them in a new location via transportation, via teleportation. But 5G, though? Like, that's pretty sick. Like, he invented uh, giving people the power of flight with, like, that soda. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Banks pneumatic tubing systems. He was one of yep. the first people to make those. Uh, alchemy, essentially, because he yeah. created those geese that could lay golden eggs. Yeah, he was a, a real... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, a real modern-day Tesla, you know? He just Yeah, he was just fucking... Just gripping and ripping. So on his dumb shit, dude. <laughs> and then just letting kids <laughs> die along the way. It didn't matter. Yeah. Science had to move forward. Dude, honestly, what is the price? I think we've talked about this on here before, but <laughs> probably have. Yeah, it's tremendously dark. Well, like the 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 sequel, the book. Yeah, the sequel. Have we talked about that before? Oh, the Great Glass Elevator. Yeah, and how it's insane. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've they go I up don't... to like a like the International <laughs> Space Station, and there's like CIA agents and aliens and stuff. Hell yeah, dude. If you haven't read that book, check it out. I haven't either, but I just heard it was nuts. Dude, all I know is that I'm breaking through that great glass ceiling. Oh, oh man. So it's about time, dude. Yeah. Oh, gang. Uh gang, I, gang. Your, boy, your boys employed. We uh, did it. Hashtag boys employed. Uh, we did one it. One one for one, baby headshot. One interview. <laughs> that no is, problem. Uh that so is not not to like downplay what you did, Dars, but that is yeah. in no small part because of all the listeners out there. Yeah, guys, I people were writing I, to I, every tech company like, please hire <laughs> Um, uh, there's a Mr. Podcaster I listen to, and boy, oh boy, could he use a break? <laughs> he jokes uh, about Mr. Feeny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got a. Uh, I'm actually signing the contracto today. So hell yeah, dude! Wish me luck. Are you gonna uh, read it first or nah? Is that not your uh, thing? Well, I'm. I have my my people do that. You know, I have their people contact my people, and then they just give me like the hey, here's the bottom line. You're gonna make like first of all, employer William H Wonka. Uh, they're <laughs> doing this really cool new tech. <laughs> Uh, with life television. insurance, none. <laughs> <laughs> no benefits. Uh, they do, The only thing you get is uh, you do have accidental dismemberment insurance that is like 5,000% above your salary. And uh, you'll have like your other employees will be small non-humans yeah. that have a past <laughs> in history. Looking not for someone who's great with slavery in America. <laughs> <laughs> someone great with teaching more junior engineers. Uh, so and an amazing yeah. ability to sing on cue and yep. improv lyrics to mm. to really match what's going on, aka communication. It's all yes. about. They want team players. Um, they do. So yeah. So that's that's. Wait, is exciting. it a contract position? You said sign a contract. Is it just contractor? Or are you full time salary? No, no, no. It's full, I'm, I'm saying I'm signing my my like my the full time like salary accepting contract. the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the 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 app. I don't know what the word is, but. Whatever it is, I'm I'm putting my Hancock on it. Hey, so don't cry for me. Um, so yeah. Uh shout out Max. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Heard through Grapevine that you're listening. You should probably not speak a word of this to anyone else. Who's Max? Uh, don't worry about it. And then also Hey Max, it's scones. Hey Maxie, baby. <laughs> 
Uh, finally, uh, do we have any other? Actually, not finally. I don't think there's any other news to discuss unless you've got some. You have anything to add from the previous week, Scotty? Uh, let's see. The Super Bowl happened. Uh, what was new in my life? Uh, yeah, what'd you do in your life? Uh, oh wait, it was my, my birthday dog got on a Saturday. bath. Oh, oh and Darcy's birthday. birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's my last thing. Is I turned uh, 29 years old, so I got 365 more days till it's over. Yeah, I am staring down the barrel of that gun. Yeah, baby. Everyone above 30 is like, well, that made me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, well, you know uh, what? The future's you know now. <laughs> you know what? Go go jump into a TV and stay in there forever. Your time baby. is over. Old man or woman. Um, yeah, so I'm a 29-year-old. I'm still in my 20s, baby. Party pizza for me. <laughs> I'm like, again, I'm, I'm turning 30 this year. I'm looking... I'm like having the kind of that like moment where I'm trying to build as many good habits as I can because I'm like I'll never fucking do this if I don't do it yeah, right now. Yeah, like, this is the last shot to like ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I feel that heavy. Uh, that that's pretty much the only like change I've made to my life. Looking at uh, looking at thirty, I love watching these like YouTube videos of people who are like. Things I wish I did in my twenties, and it'll be like I travel wish. to Spain yeah, and backpack. Exactly. And I was like, "Where did you have money?" Yeah. <laughs> Fist fight a mongoose on a train, and I'm like, "What are these choices?" That stuff it's just so weird. That stuff pisses me off so much. Yeah. People on social media who are like, "People, who I didn't have a mongoose. lot of money. I just sold everything and left." And it's like, yeah, so first like, of all, all right. you did have money, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's always like a person Turns who out. you know grew up probably yeah. in a nice house, and then they try like, and sell you a car. <laughs> And you're yeah, like, all right, exactly. this is fucking the worst. Uh, okay, Fuck we're coming those up, people. Yeah, we're coming up on 10, 10 minutos. Ooh, um, ten. We're, are we doubling it this year? Doubling it <laughs> maybe. This we're just gonna keep doubling it until we have four hour long episodes. We're gonna we're gonna double it till we have to do little to no research on our topics. So that we, we only have to <laughs> give a five minute blurb. Yeah, some crazy stuff happened in the seventies. Someone died. <laughs> all right, thank Don't you. Go love you. Bye. The smoke, <laughs> Great Smoky Mountains. Yep. Uh, all right, Scones. I got me a, a wild one for you today. I got me ooh, a wild ooh. one. This is an all that's interesting article. I don't know yes. if you've heard of this website. Uh, back on our bullshit. Back on my bullshit. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Project Blue Peacock. Project Badass? Is that what you said? Uh, might as well have, because this is the most <laughs> outrageous nuclear plot of the entire Cold War. Yes, I love... Okay. It's so relevant because we're in the middle... We're like, entering a new one. Yeah, four things were shot down above the U.S. in like the past yep. two weeks. And now China's like, but you guys sent balloons too. And we're like, do you have proof? And they're like... Mm. Well, the U.S. government like also said publicly that they're not ruling out UFOs, which is an amazing... Like Very just I government mean, giving you little nibbles to nibble on. Maybe like, here, Biden don't pay attention to like <laughs> existential threat. It could be yeah. aliens. <laughs> Biden said, "You're 29 now. You get nibbies." And I said, "What a time to be alive! What a time to be alive!" Band, why don't you slick your hair back and let those dillies fly? Can you imagine, do you, like, there was so much time in human history 
when nothing was in the sky, nothing flew. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was. You could look up if you saw anything. You'd be like, <laughs> "What the like? Game over. Life ruined." Literally, just like it was like this: birds, some bugs, bats, and nothing else is up <laughs> birds, there, dude. Bugs, bats, and, and nothing. nothing. And now it's like, hey, watch this really cool missile defense grid shoot these missiles out of the sky on a daily basis on and, Reddit. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm down. <laughs> Like, what about that thing? Oh, that's the moon, but it's also a god that hates you or loves you. <laughs> Depends on the time of the year. Uh, that yeah. was the time to be alive. <laughs> that so was, was very, when it was real. Very apropos uh, little article we got here. Oh, uh, apropos my po, dude. <laughs> ooh, I don't... That's... You know, I love it. Uh, so this is an article by Genevieve Carlton, edited by Cara Johnson. In 1954, the British engineers behind Blue Peacock designed a nuclear landmine to use against the Soviets. And That's it was so dependent. Unnecessary. <laughs> wait, it gets more unnecessary. It was dependent upon live chickens. <laughs> so. One dude was like, all right, nuclear bomb, let's put it in a whoopee cushion, right? <laughs> <laughs> put it on the sub's desk. <laughs> She sits, and then it's just like the, the footage of the a bomb in the yeah. like the desert, <laughs> the house getting destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So, as the Iron Curtain descends across Europe following World War II, countries on both sides started making plans about what to do if the Cold War ever turned physical. As the new before then, it was just gaslighting and emotional trauma, but they're worried it's going to turn physical. You know. Do you ever wonder? Uh, do you ever have this thought? Always. It's the only so, thought I have. Obviously, <laughs> Whatever you say next. <laughs> like, have you ever thought about everything you know about the USSR could possibly just be like Western propaganda? And what if it was actually oh, sick there? <laughs> yeah, it could have been like hot tubs and vapes. Like, I'm sure it's not, and I'm sure it was actually awful. But like, I mean, based off of like real footage that are that is like you know neutral, it's, it seems bad. <laughs> or like yeah, but, Stalin committing genocide. But like, <laughs> but like yeah, but like he could have been like. But what if that's genocide. all a lie? It, it was, was sick. A, that's and, like, true. The streets were paved with rock candy, and like money came from the sky. Yeah, and like, are we the baddies? It's an are we the baddies situation. Ooh, I'm feeling like a baddie. This Ooh summer, I'm... Here, speaking of making habits, it's okay? my best my, friend. My he promise, real... <laughs> this summer, I will be a baddie. <laughs> Before I turn 30, I will have a baddie I will be officially summer. a baddie. Be an absolute tatted baddie at Myrtle Beach, uh, baby. So, Scones, you're going to have to put, post some thirst trap pics up on uh, on your Instagram, and we'll get yep. listener, or, yeah, listener uh, will vote on whether you are indeed a baddie. Yeah, incoming. Get ready now. Get it <laughs> while you can. Uh, so, as the nuclear arms race took off, the British came up with a top-secret Operation Blue Peacock as a way to stop a potential Soviet attack. The plan bury nuclear landmines across West Germany that would explode if the Soviets tried to invade. How is a nuclear landmine possible? Is it fucking huge? <laughs> like, logistically, the size of the landmine? Like, I the I mean, it's probably pretty pretty huge, I would assume, if it's nuclear. It's Especially in 1954, they did, definitely yeah. did not have, like... <laughs> they're like, hey, what's that giant mount? And everyone's like, I don't know, let's race up it. I like to think Boom. the English couldn't figure out how to get the IC, like the the missile working. So they're like, "What do we do? Fucking bury it! <laughs> just just bury it. See what happens. Who cares? Some kid's gonna play ultimate frisbee on that bitch one day. <laughs> gonna lose half a pole. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
They're just going to lose track of it. Yeah. Uh, So, that was the plan. The problem. Frigid temperatures might keep the bombs from detonating. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, that's... I hate when... (laughs) I hate when it's so cold that nuclear holocaust doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) But they have a solution, Scones. (gasps) Yes. Seal live chickens inside the buried (laughs) landmines to keep them warm. That's the best they could come up with out there and across the pond to keep their goddamn landmine alive. If I ever meet an English person that's an engineer, <laughs> I'm going to be like, but are you really? I know a little I'll bit like, about your history. And it I was know cartoons. <laughs> it is a fucking... First of all, Coyote Roadrunner cartoon Do they think there. chickens live forever? <laughs> what, like, What happens when the chickens die? <laughs> Also, like, how do you keep a chicken alive underground in the dark in the in a bomb? <laughs> Dude, imagine the why not episode, rats? <laughs> imagine the TV series where they find out that they're chickens in the dark. They find out they're in a bomb, and like you know, it's like it's like um, it's kind of like Fallout where you get out of the 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 vault, and then it's like oh wait, it's not a vault. It's been a bomb the whole time, and you and your chicken buddies were keeping it warm. That's that's surreal. That's such like a the, crazy the, choice. That's Fallout London or whatever. That's yeah. gonna be, <laughs> game's over. Fallout New 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 Soviet. Border. Why wouldn't they choose rats or mice or something? Well, scones. I mean, they're not big enough. Obviously, they could have done live beavers and raccoons. <laughs> uh, just throw a fucking tiger in there at that point, <laughs> or just I don't know. Fill it with uh, horses. <laughs> there must be something else that maybe is warm and not a live animal, but. Uh, like any machine or <laughs> <laughs> like yeah any small machine yeah uh it or may sound too reaction. outlandish yeah right the, like a uh, glow stick stuff yeah the hand warmer whatever those <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly are. maybe those weren't around back then but i don't know I, I don't know dude uh it may sound too outlandish to be true but operation blue peacock was very real how the cold war sparked a nuclear arms race dude everyone was doing coke back then i swear hey, man like, um, so World War II ended in 1945, but a new standoff soon gripped the world. And this time, the conflict pitted nuclear powers against each other. In the 1950s, NATO faced off against the Warsaw Pact. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sweet 10-round fight. That fucking NATO meeting when Kennedy's like, all right, Britain, what do you got? <laughs> They're like, all right, stick with me here. <laughs> you know chickens? <laughs> He's just very like, warm. He's just looking down, like like <laughs> his fingers on the bridge of his nose, like fucking a. <laughs> so NATO faced off against the Warsaw Pact, and Germany was ground zero. Divided into two, in two after World War II, the country field was the battlefield where the Cold War could easily become hot. But how far would either side go to win? The British were willing to go nuclear. In the early 1950s, according to The Guardian, the British Army came up with a drastic idea codenamed Blue Peacock. Britain Royal Armament Research and Development Establishment, or RARD, had investigated numerous ways to thwart the Soviets using nuclear weapons. But Project Blue Book, or not Project Blue Book, that's a different thing (laughs) that we've talked about. Project Blue Peacock involved something a little unconventional. Atomic landmines. (laughs) Hooray! Was blue? What, I wonder blue? what the blue is for. I get the peacocks probably because of the chickens. <laughs> but like, <laughs> why the blue? 
like maybe it was like a fun way to say like like blown up like blue like past tense of blown because <laughs> these chickens are getting blown the fuck up that's actually great if that's what it is yeah. uh rarity suggested burying the mines in the northern german plain if the soviets ever came ever crossed into western territory the british would just would wait just long enough for them to set up headquarters and supply depots then detonate the bombs right beneath them. So, I, I don't know if that's a landmine. <laughs> <laughs> well, bro. They're treating it like the Germans don't exist at this point. <laughs> yeah, they're like, honestly, they, they kind of deserve that. <laughs> the shit they pulled but... 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, these landmines weren't small either. At 10 kilotons, each weapon was about half as powerful as the bomb that destroyed Nagasaki in 45 and would leave a crater larger than a football field in the ground upon exploding. So it's in, it's like a mini nuke, but it's still, I yeah. imagine, or maybe you're going to get to it. Uh, I'll let you keep going. Okay. In the aftermath of their detonation, huge swaths of Europe would be blanketed in radioactive fallout. Yep, that was my question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... uh Fucking yikes. Still, still creates a wasteland. <laughs> yep. Uh, in addition to blasting away Soviet forces, the British hoped the nuclear landmine... You know what I would love? If it, they did go off and it's just like a bunch of chicken wings flew out. Like, <laughs> like all co- like freshly cooked. cooked. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like cartoonish like drumsticks just flying through the air. England's like, uh, yes, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the British hoped the nuclear landmines would make occupation impossible. That is, the radioactive contamination would convince the Soviets to leave Germany. That's the it's most twisted like a, evil. Oh, like, yeah, it seems extreme. Listen, Russia can't get to us if we make Poland we make into a wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> a Polish wasteland. Uh, as a top secret 1955 policy paper put it, according to the national interest, quote, a skillfully sighted atomic mine would not only destroy fac- facilities and installations over a large area, but would deny occupations of the area to an enemy for an appreciable time due to contamination. But though the blue peacock sounded like a promising weapon at first, it also, ha- I don't know if it does, it also <laughs> had several flaws that engineers needed to find solutions to. Inside the chicken powered nuclear bomb, <laughs> which is a sweet heading. This is like an end game solution. This is like. Yeah, we're willing to like. Right, this is like a this is a a, a mutually assured destruction scenario. And I don't even know if that would stop Russia. I mean, fucking like last year when like at the start of the fucking invasion of Ukraine, they just went into Chernobyl like nothing was. Yeah, they're like, yo, let's shoot. Let's have a shootout right next door. And then they were like, hey, all our soldiers are sick, and it's like, what? Like, you yeah, were uh, you yeah. were overseeing this power plant when it went down. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you got this was not that long ago. <laughs> um, so one of the first dilemmas the British came across was just how to detonate the new landmines. One option, as reported by Popular Mechanics, was to hastily bury each landmine with an eight-day timer if Soviet forces ever started to invade. Yikes! Eight days. Yeah. Um. Officials also considered activating the bombs remotely or programming them to detonate within 10 seconds if they were tampered with. However, there was still... Do they ever let everyone there that's not a Soviet know? Like, are they like, you have eight days before this is hell on Earth? Yeah, we'll send you a telegram that says, like, like, the chicken squawks at midnight and you gotta fucking (laughs) book it. Uh, 
Officials also considered activating the bombs remotely or programming them to detonate within 10 seconds if they're tampered with. However, there was still another issue. The weather. Temperatures often fell below freezing in northern Germany during the winter, particularly underground. With so many intricate parts, the landmines were liable to fail if they got too cold. Engineers, I would love to find out that they just did bury them and they just have been too cold. So there's just like football-sized nukes. Oh, no. (laughs) Climate change is just another thing (laughs) that we didn't account for. Throw it on the list. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Smell you later, Germany. This is between England and Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Engineers first suggested wrapping each seven-ton bomb in fiberglass pillows to keep them warm. But then they had another idea. Chickens. (laughs) Yes. Much cheaper. Live birds would be placed inside the casing of each bomb with just enough food for them to survive for eight days. Their body heat would keep the mine warm until it was du- it was time for it to detonate. They would all be killed in the resulting explosion if they hadn't yet starved to death. The, yep. It's funny because literally the technology that goes into a toaster could solve this problem. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh... As outlandish as the idea sounds, engineers actually built two prototypes, and the British Army Army even ordered ten of the weapons in 1957. But the ten? innovative design, yeah, ten nuclear bombs to just get placed anywhere underground. Like jokes on you if you happen to be walking through the countryside that day, Rip. and they're not even gonna tell the like civilians like, "Yo, the peacock's about to bust. You got eight days." Peacock about a bust. Uh, but the innovative design would never be put to use. The end of Operation Blue Peacock. That would be the, the- stupidest way for the world to end. <laughs> it would be the most appropriate, I think, though. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the British toiled away on Project Blue, Pe- Blue Peacock for four years before giving it up. In 1958, the Ministry of Defense canceled the politically flawed project, citing concerns about radioactive fallout and the destruction of their allies' territory. <laughs> Which, duh. Citing the reason that it wipes Europe off the face of the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Citing oopsies. Uh, It may look bizarre now, but this weapon was a product of its time, researcher Leslie Wright told news scientists. It was a response to the perceived threat of overwhelming Soviet superiority in conventional weapons. Even after the plan was scrapped, the Blue Peacock remained a secret for decades. In fact, it wasn't until 2004 that the project was declassified. <laughs> the information was released on April 1st of that year, prompting many to ponder if it was some bizarre April Fool's Day joke. Some were so convinced Blue Peacock was an elaborate hoax that Tom O'Leary, the head of education at the New- National Archives, had to release a statement. It does, it does seem like an April Fool's joke, but it most certainly is not, he said. <laughs> The civil service does not do jokes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's Operation Blue Peacock. I think this is, for one, this is a comedy movie in the making. Yep. This, this is like someone a... should make a react, like a, a response to Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer with this. <laughs> yeah, and just the just the pure comedy around the guy who was the voice of reason that it made it all the way up to his desk. Yep. And he was like, what is it? And they're like, nuclear landmine. He's like, where are you going to put it? Germany. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> how are you going to keep it warm? Like, how is that even going to, it's a landmine? How much destruction? And they lay it out. And they're like, but we have to fill it with chickens first, logistically. And he's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And he's like, uh, no, why, like some idiocracy why did you shit. even think of this? And they're like, oh, we ordered 10 of them. And he's like, what? <laughs> 
on whose car? Yeah. Like, but uh, yeah, it's uh, the world is a fucking crazy place, and uh, we're all just living in uh, living in it, you know. So, uh, guys, this is very real. <laughs> do not joke about it. <laughs> the civil service does not joke. They do not. Um. So there you go. Fun way to spend a Monday. <laughs> Uh, if you are a Patreon member, check out part two of the Action Park episode that we released yesterday. Yeah. Or two days ago. Uh, if you're not a Patreon member and want to become one, hit up uh, mondaymorningmacabre.com. we got links to the Patreon and merch store there. Yeah, uh, you'll have access to an archive of over an entire an archive. an entire another season of Monday Morning Macabre content, content, including video content, fan fiction, uh, <laughs> all, all, all the stuff you'd want. Like uh, kind of offshoot episodes of a totally different program basically yes um also check out our twitter mm macabre pod or instagram monday morning macabre and uh tell your friends and leave reviews and uh likes and all those things um yeah reviews and likes go a long way to building help us in the algorithm baby yeah building our fan base getting more macabreistas build 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 uh, and if you know where we could get a bunch of chickens, let us know. We got something really cool in the works. Yep. Real under wraps, uh, close to the vest stuff. <laughs> uh, and aside from that, I love you so much. <laughs> Have Kisses. a good Monday. Kisses. <laughs> Bye.